This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to the show. Recently, the Metro Vancouver Mayor's Council voted to approve the plan to put a gondola on the mountain uh, between Simon Fraser University and Production Way University Skytrain Station. Now, SFU is hoping the gondola uh, could be in place for 2027. Now, the next step for the project includes finding funding as the gondola alone is expected to cost more than 210 million dollars. Now the project is part of TransLink's 10-year plan which also includes an estimated 170 uh, kilometers of rapid transit in the region. Now getting up and down to SFU can be a real slog and the proposed Burnaby Mountain Gondola is being sold in some quarters as a fun solution to the traffic and transit challenges in that area but it's also concerning for residents who live in that area as well. Joining me now is Christine Cunningham, member of the No Gondola Group. Christine, thank you for joining us. Hello, Jazz. Nice to be back on your show. Yeah, Thank you. Good, good to have you back. It's been a little while, and I thought it was important that we talked to you. Um, mm-hmm. for, for our audience, walk me through some of the concern you and your, uh, and your neighbours have in regards to a gondola operating in and around your neighbourhood. Well, I think the main concerns is that we feel it's a waste of taxpayers' money, actually, uh, because there are only in, in 2022 there was only 2,270 round trips on the 145 bus route, and that is the route that would be replaced by a gondola. Um, the uh, besides uh, the concern about it not really being uh, a good use of transportation dollars, mm-hmm. we're also concerned about it going through the two conservation areas. And one of the conservation areas has a protective covenant over it that prohibits this type of infrastructure. Um, and then we have uh, other, you know, other concerns as well uh, that are, yeah, a variety of other concerns. Would these, would the gondola itself, would the, would it, would it be traveling directly above your homes? Uh, it doesn't go directly above my home, but it does go uh, directly above the homes of uh, some other. Uh, people in the community, mm-hmm. uh, but also it goes, um, you know, it would be going over the community where people uh, walk and go to school and the kids go to daycare and people go to the little store to do their shopping and people walk their dogs. So, yes, it would be going over, um, not necessarily over uh all the homes, but it would be going over the community and people would be very aware of it. Mm-hmm. Now, to my understanding, and, and uh, perhaps you think differently here, according to TransLink, mm-hmm. uh, the trip itself right now by bus um, is about 15 to 45 minutes. Uh, with a gondola, it would be seven minutes. And the gondola could transport as many as 3,000 people per hour. And if it's right next to the SkyTrain station, uh, that would, one would argue, make it more efficient. People get off the SkyTrain, jump in the gondola, and you're up right up the top of the mountain um, in about seven minutes. Uh, would that mm-hmm. not be efficient? It's not the efficient way of moving people and not having well, to rely that, on more buses? That might be efficient, but we're saying it's not necessary because they're talking about uh, 3,000 people per hour uh, going up the 140, well, what was the, going up the gondola route, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the um, actual evidence is that there was uh, 2,270 people per day on average 
going up on that route. So our question is, where's the demand? Like, where where are they going to find these 3,000? And actually, they say then it could be increased to 4,000. So where are they going to find all these people to take the gondola? Since right now it's only, uh, you know... just over, 22, 70 per day, right? And that's based on the buses that go up, uh, the main bus that goes up to SFU. Yes. Oh, well, there's uh, four main buses that go up to SFU and two go up on the uh, northwest uh, side of the mountain, going up the Burnaby Mountain Parkway, and two buses go up Gillardy Way. So this is really proposed to um, replace the two buses that go up Gillardy Way, mm-hmm. the 145 and the 143. With, with the growth of the university, one expects it to continue to grow. Uh, you have mm-hmm. a neighborhood, I think it's university, uh, that uh, has um, you know continues to grow as well. Would there not be greater demand? If not, some would argue even um, it may spur even faster, faster growth in that area with the gondola there. Well, university has been... Um, you know, there for uh, over a decade, and uh, you know the ridership is what it is. So, the biggest ridership that they ever had on the 145 route was mm-hmm. in 2019, pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. and at that time they had uh, 3,000. Um, let me see. Uh, Roughly about 3,000. Those what three, you said. Uh, 3,650 round trips per day. Mm-hmm. Per day. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, moving forward, though, uh, the, they're still looking for funding, and I know uh, Transic has a has a massive wish list, uh, and part of that they're going cap in hand to the federal government, and, and I've maintained, you know, fill your boots, go ahead and do that. But the minute they say yes to Vancouver, they have to say yes to Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, uh, and every city that has a transit system. So I think the government's going to be somewhat hesitant, the federal government, in providing direct dollars uh, on this issue. Sometimes they do so on a project by project basis. Uh, how how um, confident are you that this is going to move forward at this point? Uh, well, I, I'm not uh, I'm not super confident because I think the basic business case is flawed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's been a proper examination of ridership. You know, you mentioned a moment ago about how long it would take to get to the university. I think I think it was um, actually they were talking about a six minute saving and travel time. Mm-hmm. The uh, this is not a, a long route. The 145 bus route is not that long. So if you, you could save possibly six minutes of travel time on that route, but then the, the terminus will, will be at university, and people will have to then walk or take a shuttle to get to their classes over at the university. So they'll add time there. And then by canceling the 143 route that goes from Berquitlam up to SFU, they're going to require people from the Tri-Cities to go further on their route to get to Production Way to take the gondola up the mountain. Okay. And and they will also, if they're trying to induce people to come from the R5 route or the 144, that will uh, possibly also take those people longer to get to a gondola. So the whole business on timing is questionable. Christine, as always, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. You're welcome.